right, welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going. I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues. It's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert, if you've been through what I've been through in the past month, you'd be, you'd be crazy, too. Here, November 15th, 2022. This is the politics version of the Joe Cozo show. We're gonna have many ones. You're like, wait a second, Joe. I thought you said you were done with politics. I thought I was too. And just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Listen, this country is going down the tubes. It is worse than it's ever been. I've been sitting on the sidelines and I've been watching and seeing what's going on here. And there's very few of us patriots left who actually love America. A lot of people are just going about their business and not even realizing what's going on. A lot of people are just watching the mainstream media, which is just totally, totally corrupt and totally biased towards the Democratic Party. No longer do we have that you watch TV and you can either choose NBC or ABC or whatever it is on Channel 7, whatever you're doing, and think that you're just going to get the facts and then you can just determine on exactly what you think is left or right or right or wrong, right? Those days are over. What you're watching right now is an extension of the Democratic Party. You have now what is called the deep state. I don't care what you say. It is the truth. The CIA, the alphabet agencies, all of them, the FBI, they're all a part of the Democratic Party. And there's very few people that put America first. The days of your America growing up, like when I was a kid growing up in the 80s and the early 90s, of loving America, bleeding red, white, and blue, thinking that America is the best country in the world. That America is gone, and it's time for you to understand that is a reality, okay? That America is very rarely gonna come back. I I don't think that it's gonna come back, to be honest with you. I think it's over, and we have only a few patriots left that are actually sitting here and trying to save America, which it may not be saved. It may be too far. It really is because you have just a limited amount of voice in the Republican Party. And here's the thing, too, about the Republican Party. They're garbage. The people, Kevin McCarthy, now who might be the leader of the House. You have Kevin McConnell, who used to be the majority leader of the Senate. They are both bought and paid for. Do some research of Kevin McConnell. Do some research of Kevin McCarthy. These people are not America first Republicans. These are rhinos. These are terrible people. And now he's going to be in the House. Let's see what he does. But I'm telling you right now, I don't trust him at all. Not one bit. And I'm going to explain to you here how America has been lost. Again, as I said, this is the America that you grew up loving. Those days are in the rear view mirror. Actually, they're not even in the rear view mirror. You look in the rear view mirror, you're not even going to be able to see them. That's how far gone America is. And why do you think, what is the reason do you think 
we have lost America, right? There's a lot of things that you say, oh, the media has done it, right? And, you know, the Democrats, are, they're just killing it. The real reason, the core reason is immigration. Now, you're going to sit here and say, well, immigration, Joe, what do, what do you mean? This country's founded on immigration. Yes, you're right. But it's a different type of immigration. The immigration that really made the bedrock of America when was the early in the 40s, when everybody was coming from Europe and crossing over in ships, getting, you know, um, stationed over at Ellis Island. And you saw the Statue of Liberty. Those were different types of immigration because those people who came to America, they actually got then forced into not only assimilating to American culture, but they got forced into a world war. And right away, now they're bleeding red, white, and blue. They're actually out on the front lines. And they, you know, sacrificed their lives for America. And what we have right now is a totally different type of immigration. The immigration then in here, let me explain to you what I mean by assimilation here. I'm going to just read to you the definition of what I believe that needs to be happening here. Assimilation immigration. When entering a new country, immigrant groups are encouraged through social and cultural practices and or through political machinations to adopt the culture, values, and social behaviors of the host nation in order to benefit from full citizenship status. Now you Listen to that, that definition. You're like, yeah, that's exactly what we should be doing here. People come into this country and then they should be brought into our culture. But we don't do that here. And that is the difference between the immigration in the 40s and 50s that we see, or the 30s, 40s and 50s that we see then in comparison to today. Because today, the type of immigration that we have is a wide open border. Come on in, come in illegally and God bless fend for yourselves. We don't assimilate. We don't sit there and try to make them read and write English. We actually do the complete opposite. And not only do we do that, we give them free health care, free benefits, free everything, free cell phones, taking away jobs, American jobs. So what happens here now is these people come from Guatemala, Venezuela, Iraq, Afghanistan, who knows, you name it. And they don't come here and then try to blend into the American culture. No, see what the Democrats basically are saying is there is no American culture, culture at all. You come in here and you just do whatever it is that you were doing in Guatemala, Venezuela, whatever you believe, you don't have to learn the language at all. And then what's going to happen is America is going to then change. And it's gradually been happening. It's not an overnight process. The people that are coming in here they're not coming in here saying, I want to be blending into America. They're coming in here saying, I'm just bringing whatever culture I have, and this is what it's going to be. You know, you look at these people that are coming from the southern border. A lot of them are from the Latino descent, right? Latin descent, whatever you want to call it. They don't come in here and then want to learn English. You have people that are working here in America for maybe five, ten years and can't speak a lick of English at all. They don't know anything. They're not getting any history of America. All they do is they're making money and then shipping it back to their motherland. So it's not even getting brought back into the economy. It's not even getting fluctuated that way. They're not assimilating and learning the language at all. And the American culture that we used to know is being changed dramatically. 
Here, this is Hillary Clinton. This is her back in 2015 at a Latino conference. Listen to what she says about children who come here, don't get assimilated. They don't know the language at all. So she says there's a word or a language gap or a word gap. And then listen to what she says at the end. Here, watch. As you know, more than one quarter of American kids under five years old are Latino and they are disproportionately affected by this so-called word gap. They are also less likely to have access to formal childcare or preschool education. And some parents have actually been told that they should not speak to their babies in their native language. But that is just not correct. The research is clear that whether it's Spanish or English or Russian or Chinese, more talking to your babies is always better and it helps to build their brains. Listen, it's so convoluted, that whole speech right there and what she's saying. At first, there's a word gap, right? So she's off that, you know, starting off that way. But then she goes off on the beaten path and says, parents, these people, these immigrants should speak to their children in their native language, but that's not helping them assimilate into the American culture. What they should be doing, first what she should say is, the parents that are coming here should learn how to read and write English. And then the second thing is helping their children do the same. But the reason why these children, why there's a word gap, why they're, they're so disproportionate is because they do not learn the American culture. And now we've lost the American culture. What is the American culture? Well, it used to be the Constitution of the United States, America first. We, are, we the people. We used to have people that would stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. They would put their hands on their heart and they would love to look at that flag and sing it proudly. Now we have people, because what we're doing and allowing all these people to come in here with all their different views and nobody's saying anything. We have people kneeling like Colin Kaepernick and we think that that is right and everybody should come in here and do whatever they want. And America is crumbling. See, that's the difference between what we have here in America and what we have in China. Everybody in China, they love their Chinese culture. And you go there and you want to become a Chinese citizen? Well, you better learn the language, okay? You don't have different parts of China speaking all different types of languages. Maybe Cantonese and Mandarin, but that's still a Chinese culture. You're not seeing packs of people speaking Spanish, packs of people speaking Pakistanian. No! That's not happening over there. You have to assimilate, you have to learn the language, and you have to love the Chinese culture. If not, don't come there. And they don't want you there if that's not what you're going to do. But in America, it's totally different. It's 100% different. And that has to change. We have to have this. First of all, what's going on at the border is the most ridiculous thing in the world. What has happened here is a catastrophe. And the Democratic Party, these people in the higher ups, and also Republicans, I don't care what you say. The Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats. And no one is actually standing up saying anything. You have a limited amount of people. But one of the things that we have noticed, and this is all thanks to Donald Trump. Say what you want about Donald Trump. There's so much negativity, everything that's going on with Ron DeSantis. And now they're trying to, you know, put them against each other, which is, you know, 
a democratic way of saying, hey, listen, forget about what's going on here. Let them be distracted. And we're still going to continue to ruin this country and reap all the rewards that we can from the American citizens. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But without Donald Trump, we would never know what was going on here. They were doing all of this behind the scenes. He has exposed all of the corruption, what's going on with the FBI, what's going on with the CIA, all of it. What's going on with the members of Congress, how they're all in bed with China. It really is. It all comes down to one thing, money. And that corruption is now starting to be exposed hand over fist. And again, as I say, America is one of the most corrupt countries, if not the most corrupt country on the planet. And again, it's not just Democrats. It's also Republicans. And here's the difference between the two. See, Democrats, or should I say, let's start with the Republicans first. Republicans are corrupt, but they get caught with their corruption and then they go to jail because they have no, no backbone at all these Republican politicians. See, Democrats... Because when Republicans are in office, then they don't, they don't arrest any Democrats for any corruption. Everybody gets slaps on the wrist, and that's the end of it. Democrats, though, they will be corrupt in your face. They will tell you right to your face. You'll know all the corruption's happening, but they own everything. They are a part of the FBI. They are a part of the CIA. They have the media. They have everything backing them. So the media won't talk about any of the corruption that happens with the Democrats. The FBI won't arrest anybody that, you know, with the corruption that's going on with the Democrats. And the Democrats will do it right to your face and nobody gets arrested and nobody goes to jail at all. Here, look at this list. All right. This is a list of the corruption that has been going on, that has been taking place. And we have no answers. The American public has absolutely no answers for any of it. As us, as citizens, we sit here and say, how is this actually happening? Who is running this country? And how are we allowing this to happen? How are we electing these officials to do that? And that election process is a whole nother ball game in itself. And the Republicans are just to blame just as much. Okay. You see what's going on in Florida? That is the gold standard. That is because of Ron DeSantis and how we don't have the rest of the country doing that. I, I, I just don't understand it. What's going on in Arizona is a complete and utter disaster. But here, let's go off. There's a list here. I have around eight things that I want to discuss. Jeffrey Epstein. We have no answers for Jeffrey Epstein. Why? Because why? What was he donating to? The Democratic Party. The people. What about the Jeffrey Epstein list? All his clients, majority of them, you know, Bill Clinton, Democrats, and nobody knows anything about it. We still don't have answers till this day about Jeffrey Epstein. You have Giselle, Ma uh, what's her name, Max, uh, um, Maxwell, the girlfriend. She goes to trial. Nobody says anything about anybody. Nobody, nobody's bringing, brought it up. Nobody says, hey, what really happened with Jeffrey Epstein? You have the, you know, nobody wants to offer her a plea deal and say, hey, listen, we'll let you go, but give us all the goods. No, why? Because all the goods are against Democrats. That's why. And it's the most ridiculous thing. Till this day, we still have no answers. Second, Wuhan lab. We still don't know the origins of the coronavirus. You have Joe Biden that goes at the summit and he was schooled by President Xi. Right? You see him go there pandering to him like a little puppy dog. Can't remember anything. Can't he's speaking of cue cards. But nothing gets asked about what happened with the coronavirus, the origins of what happened. 
No, because that was a test to see how we can control society. And the Democratic Party are right in it. And you sit there and say, well, the Democrats love America, don't they? No, these are elite people. Same thing with Republicans. They don't care what happens to us, the minions, the working class, the middle class people. They have no desire at all. Why? Because they're filthy rich and they can't be touched. They don't care about any of us. That's why there needs to be an uprising here. Not just a, you know, a MAGA uprising. Forget about all of that. There needs to be a true uprising and we have to flush out these corrupt politicians and they are all corrupt. Every single one of them. And they have now destroyed America. So we have that, right? The Wuhan lab. No answers at all. Nobody wants to ask anything. We still, till this day, we're almost going into the third year and still nobody cares and nobody's doing anything. I mean, what are we talking about here? Also, what about the FBI role in the FBI's role in January 6th? What happened there? What did they know? There was a New York Times article that just came out here. This is just the other day. New York the New York Times is coming out with this. The FBI has had as many as eight informants inside the Proud Boys in the months around January 6th Capitol attack. Recent court pap papers indicate raising questions about how much the federal investigators were able to learn from them before and after it took place. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means they probably knew exactly what was going to happen on January 6th. And we know what really happened, right? That wasn't a riot. You saw people lift. You saw the court officers there, the correction of uh, the 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 Capitol Police officers, they were lifting the gates, they're opening the doors, they're allowing them to come in. You know what happened with this guy, Epps, right? What, 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 he's never arrested, why? What, what's going on? But again, we have no answers. But we have now Kevin McCarthy that's going to be the House leader, supposedly, after today. Let's see if that sticks. And is he going to do any investigations into all of that? Is he going to allow to drop all the January 6th investigations? And now one of the other questions that we don't have, are we going to have investigations into, say, Hunter Biden's laptop, the fourth thing that I want to talk about. We have a laptop filled with information of the corruption of the president of the United States and his peddling and the influence that China has over him, but nobody's doing anything about that. The FBI has had this laptop now for over two and a half years and has done absolutely nothing about this at all. You don't have Joe Biden, or should I say Hunter Biden, in handcuffs brought into the Department of Justice, into the uh, DOJ, and asked, hey, what's this dealings with all of these companies in China? You have a man, Tony Bobolinsky, who's willing to testify and is still waiting for the FBI to call him, who has personal knowledge and who had trust um, to had corporations built with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden as the big guy, and nobody wants to ask him any questions at all. How is this all happening? Again, the American public deserves these answers, deserves some type of transparency. We won't get it. Absolutely not, not at all. What about the Nord Stream pipeline? We still don't know anything. We're talking about corruption that is so deep within the United States that it makes you sit here and now say, I used to love this country. Do I hate this country? What has happened? I feel like I got dirt all over me. I got filth. I can't even scrub it off. How did we allow this to happen? And again, it's all about this, money. Nobody cares about America. They only care about how fat their pockets are going to get. And how they get that money is through China.
And China is just as corrupt and allows all of this to happen. China has the United States on a silver platter, platter and we have allowed that to take place. It's the most disgusting thing that you could see. Now the Nord Stream pipeline, it gets blown up. Nobody's asking anything about that. Nobody's asking how that happened, who's doing what. Nobody have any answers. We're not doing any type of investigation. We're just going to blame everything on Russia. Everything is blamed through Russia. The inflation, Russia. Russia's inflation. Gas prices, Russia's gas pike. No, it has nothing to do with any of that. Why we saw these gas prices inflated so high and why what's going on is because we're not, we're not frack, fracking here and we're not having being independent, you know, fuel independent here, which we could be, which we were under Trump. But now we're relying on other countries. We're actually begging, having Joe Biden go there and beg on his hands and knees for Saudi Arabia to lower the gas prices. What are we out of our mind? We don't need any other country. We can do it all right here, all right here, but we won't do it because of this agenda, this Green New Deal. The Green New Deal is just another way of getting money. It's a money scheme. And we'll see about the biggest money scheme that we've ever seen in my lifetime. We're about to talk about in a couple of minutes here. Another thing is Paul Pelosi's attack. Where's the transparency with that? What is going on? All we need to do is see the body cam footage. Why can't we see the body cam footage? You know what body cam footage we did see? Oh yeah, like that, George Floyd. Of course we saw the body cam footage there, right? Because they wanted that narrative to be spun the way they wanted it and they wanted everybody to see that this man had Derek Chauvin was on George Floyd's neck and then what happened, right? Think about how much money Black Lives Matter made from all of that, one of the most corrupt organizations that you could possibly have. You want to talk about real corruption, all you have to do is look at these sports. Look at the NBA. Look at people like LeBron James in bed with people in China. It's the most ridiculous thing. What is happening to this country? And that's just a sidebar. I didn't even have this on the list. Paul Pelosi, we can't get any questions. We can't get anything answered. Nothing. It's all under wraps. What actually happened there? And then we tell us that this is all about right-wing extremism. The attacker is a total Democrat. Black Lives Matter on his bus, LGBTQ community. What are we talking about here? Crime levels through the roof. We were expecting a red wave. Nope, didn't happen. Nothing, nothing. And again, who knows what's really going on behind the scenes? I, I have no idea what's going on, to be honest with you. A week to count votes. We still don't know the exact what's going on here in Arizona. Carrie Lake who let me tell you right now, I will say this right now. You wanna talk about a female, first female president, Carrie Lake, sign me up all day long. I want two, three, four, double down, triple down. I'm all in on Carrie Lake. And if Donald Trump tonight, who's got this big announcement, if he knew what he wanted, if he really was smart at all, Carrie Lake becomes his vice president. That's the ticket. I want Donald Trump, Carrie Lake. The real ticket is, is Ron DeSantis with Donald Trump, but it looks like that's not going to happen, but that should be the real ticket. And let me say another thing, another sidebar here for Republicans. Stop trying to dig into this feud between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. You know what we should be doing? Being happy that we have two 
fantastic candidates for the presidents of the United States, and both of them are America first. But instead, we are now buying into the Democrats and they're, they're feeding this information that there's some type of feud going on, which we really shouldn't be saying that at all. We should just be living in the lap of luxury that we have actually two candidates that love America. And if we get Trump for four years and then Ron DeSantis for eight, that's 12 years of America first. We could actually turn this country around. And then who knows? Carrie Lake for another four after that. Let's let's rock and roll. Or maybe Carrie Lake, then Ron DeSantis. I don't care. But these are the type of people that we need to be putting our votes and our money behind. These type of people, these type of politicians. And then, of course, this is now the biggest corruption that's going on. OK, the U.S. using Ukraine to loan the money to the Democrats. And you're like, OK, well, tell me how. Well, you have this cryptocurrency FTX, right? And you have this CEO, Sam Berkman Fried. You have this man and this company FTX. So this is what how the whole corruption, just bear with me here. You have Joe Biden and the Democratic Party keep sending aid, con continuous aid, continuous aid to Ukraine. How much? Well, here, look at this montage real quick, and then I'm going to explain how the whole money laundering scheme is at play. But of course, you won't hear it unless you watch shows like myself or maybe some shows on Fox because the Democratic Party, they're all in on it and they're not going to expose this at all. But here, look at this montage of how much money the United States government under the leadership of Joe Biden has sent to Ukraine. Here we go. April, 800 million. Another 150 million. 100 million. June, 450 million. 7 billion in total so far. 270 more million. August, 800 million more. 2.98 billion. September, another 600 million. 725 million, October, November, another 400 million. And what do we have all together? 18.9 billion dollars to Ukraine. So we're sending it over there. So what does Ukraine do? And President Zelensky, what does he do? He then takes that money and invests it into crypto. What cryptocurrency uh, affiliate is he using? FTX. FTX, right? They take that money and then they donate it back into the Democratic par Party through all the primaries, through all the voting, for all the midterms. This guy, this individual, Sam Bankman-Fried, he's the second largest donor to the Democratic Party behind no other than George Soros. So think about the money laundering scheme, right? You have here, I'm just going to say it to you, you have here, Democratic Party sending aid to Ukraine. Ukraine takes this money, then invests it into cryptocurrency. Then the CEO of the cryptocurrency takes that money and then donates it back to the Democratic Party. I mean, is that money laundering 101? And how is not anyone talking about this? And then what happens to FDX? They are 
mismanage their money so much that they are then making their own tokens, right? Their own cryptocurrency tokens. And they're making a sister company buy those tokens, but there's real no money in it. And then the whole kit and caboodle collapses and now all of the investors that were putting all their money into it has lost it all, all of it. Tom Brady, they had all of these commercials here. Look at this commercial. You know, I love Larry David. Look at the commercial that he did for FTX, right? And for cryptocurrency, just watch this commercial. And now in the back of your, of your mind, you know now that FTX was a total scam, just like how Bernie Madoff did his scam. And it just was a money laundering operation for the Democratic Party. Here, watch this commercial. Like I was saying, it's FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Yeah, I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff. Never. Think about that. Think about that. He was 100% right. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so here. But here's the thing. It's a money laundering scheme. Will we have any Republicans wanting to investigate that? Why isn't the Republicans front and center all day long? Complaining. They want to know where, how did this money get funneled? Why are we sending all of this money to Ukraine? And then Ukraine is investing in cryptocurrency. Are we, what are we talking about here? One of the most volatile markets. You put your money in cryptocurrency. You have no idea what's going to happen. You're just hoping for the best. You see it go up to 60,000. Now it's down to $17,000. I mean, we have no idea. It's not regulated. And what's happening here? And the reason why that exchange went down south is because the CEO, uh, Freed, Bankman Freed, he wanted the Ameri he wanted cryptocurrency to be regulated, and one of the biggest investors into that exchange pulled their money out and said, no, 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 that's the whole point of cryptocurrency. We don't want it regulated. So you have an unregulated currency that Ukraine is investing all of the money that the United States is giving them, and then in turn, it goes back to the Democratic Party. It's really, you want to talk about one of the most corrupt things, and this is just the tip of the iceberg, but who's going to do the research? MSNBC, CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post? This is what we're talking about. They're all in on the jig. They're all, the, they're all in on it, every single one of them. And that's why we will get no answers. But that's why we have to stand up and fight with losing this country. It's terrible. It's absolutely sickening. The LGBTQ community, it's all about money. Black Lives Matter, it's all about money. It's all about how they could allocate funds. Corporations could get money, right? That's what it's all about. It's not really about helping people. It's about how much money that these elites can get and then piss on people like you and me of the middle class. All right, listen, we're going to wrap it up here. What do we got? November 15th. If you get a chance, go over to Rumble, subscribe, go over to our YouTube channel, subscribe, share the show, helps out the show. Be on the lookout for also our motivational videos that I'll be doing. Okay, we're doing that. Also, the interviews that are coming up. We're back, baby. This is it. We got to save this country and we have to help motivate people. And again, go on to our TikTok page. I have, you know, just my personal page, the Joe, uh, Joe Cozo, doing that. I'm doing food reviews. Hey, listen, man, I am living my life and you should be living your life too. We should save America, be happy, motivate, 
be gratuitous, have gratitude in your life, right? That's what you want to do. So that's what I'm asking you. Share this show. I'm thankful that you've been watching it. And with that being said, November 15th, in the books, I'm out. Peace. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. But that wraps it up for another edition of the Joe Cozo Show. <laughs>